Hey there, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Gus, hello. Hi, John. Are you done reading the question? <laughs> we got a really fun question today. Uh, it's from our buddy uh, in uh, Young Adults, one yes. of our favorite guys. Uh, I can I, I got it turned there already. You're good. Okay. <laughs> um, Gus, ask the question. <laughs> Not to make it more awkward than it already is. Yeah, I'm already awkward. I, I lost my voice. I don't know why. Oh, well. I think I yelled at the boy. <laughs> oh, nice. I did. Uh, Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking back on the day, <laughs> no, it's drainage. It's I worked. The I worked too hard. I think it's the weather. You I think just, I yeah, you worked too hard. Uh huh. <laughs> I've been working very hard. Exactly, and I'm a brain surgeon. I need a vacation. <laughs> How do you say vacation in Hindi? How do you say vacation in Hindi? I don't know. That's a really good question. I, don't that know is. I always wonder. Yeah, they they would say holiday. They actually would probably oh, yeah, like holiday. anglicize it. Yeah, holiday. Yeah. I need a holiday. Yeah, yeah no. Yes. Um, okay, so question from a very good friend. I think his name is Nathan. Yes, Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. Yes, yes. <laughs> we love Nathan. He's a genius and asks really tough questions. Okay, so he's asking a question about First uh, Thessalonians 3, 5, right? You want to read that for us? Yeah, Paul says this. He says, For this reason, when I could endure it no longer, I also sent to find out about your faith for fear that the tempter might have tempted you and our labor would be in vain. So the question that Nathan has, which I think is a great question, actually, now that I read it, yeah. is obviously uh, Paul is, is, is worried. Mm -hmm. There's a worried issue there. Yeah. And the question is, is Paul facing too much anxiety over this? Yeah. Uh, you know, Paul is a man, just right. like us. Mm -hmm. He suffering for the same things that we are suffering, yep. right? Uh, was actually, was he suffering is he anxious over what's going on is he not trusting the lord in yeah. this case uh how should we look at a passage like that obviously paul you know the spirit moves the writers but the writers are keeping their uh their autonomy in the sense of like their personalities are there their greetings are there paul is writing with his own heart his own hand uh, his yep. own mind. Yep. So how should we understand that passage like that? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so there's two sides to this. One is, uh, if we read the wider context, we find out what he's worried about. Mm -hmm. uh, in verse 3, it says, um, actually in verse 2, it says, We sent Timothy, our brother and God's fellow worker in the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you as to your faith, so that no one would be disturbed by these afflictions. So there's mm -hmm. suffering. Yeah. Uh, there's afflictions that are happening to the church in Thessalonica. It says, for you yourselves know that we have been destined for this. So he says, you're destined for suffering. And faith actually encounters yeah. suffering and says, well, actually, I'm destined for this. It's actually a good yeah. thing. It's coming from God. It says, for indeed, when we were with you, we kept telling you in advance that we were going to suffer affliction. And so it came to pass, as you know. Mm. So he's saying, look, afflictions come, and we just didn't want your faith to be broken. And the, and the way that faith can be broken in affliction is to doubt that God is good and doubt that God is sovereign. So you start to doubt God's goodness because you doubt that he loves you and you doubt that he's in control. So either you have a God who's not in control, but who loves you, or you have a God who who uh, is in control, but it can't be love because you're suffering. And Paul says, no, both those things are true. God is good and he loves you and he's also sovereign. So trust those things together. Yeah. That's what true faith is in the midst of afflictions. Um, and so when so Paul knows that the afflictions have come, and now he's waiting, he's delaying, uh, because he's got to send Timothy uh, at some point to find out what's going on. And he's worried that their faith has grown weak or that they've, that they've 
that they've essentially like walked away from Christ in the gospel uh, and not trusted God in this suffering. And then he says, and then in verse five, he says, for this reason, when I can endure it no longer, I also sent to find out about your faith for fear that the tempter might have tempted you and our labor would be in vain. Mm. So <clears throat> Paul is struggling in his heart. He's delaying Timothy as long as he can from having to send him. But at one at, at a certain point, Paul says, I, I can't take it any longer. I've got to know whether or not they're trusting the Lord. So he sends Timothy to find out. So, as you said in the beginning, uh, Paul was a man, right? And so he had a struggle in his heart where he's, you know, fearing what's happened in their hearts. He's not hearing anything from them. He's not getting any communication. He wants to know if they're trusting God in the midst of their suffering. Uh, I, there's, there's two sides to this. One side is there could be a, a sinful anxiety that he's wrestling with in his heart. And at some point he realized, I can't take this anymore. I got to find out what's going on. So there could be a sinful side to the, his anxiety. Uh, there's also a pastoral side, which is super important. Uh, Paul, actually, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, it's actually really interesting what he says. And I think it's helpful for us to understand what Paul's saying here. In 2 Corinthians 11, he's going through his, um, his uh, description of his ministry and all the suffering he endured. And he gives all these physical sufferings that are that are extreme, like he's been beaten, yeah. beaten with rods, uh, shipwrecked, stoned to death. Um, I, I think you know he spent a night and a day in the ocean, um, so he just has had like unbelievable yeah. suffering in his life. But he gets to verse twenty-eight of Second Corinthians eleven, and he says, apart from such external things, so he says like those are just the outside yeah. things. And he says, there is the daily pressure on me of concern for all the churches. Yeah. Who is weak without my being weak? Who is led into sin without my intense concern? And he uses super intense language here. The, the, mm. the daily pressure there, that, that verb, yeah. uh, that, that uh, description there, describes like someone standing on his chest. Yeah. So he feels this, like this pressure. Like a heart attack. Literally like a heart attack, yeah. like pressure on his chest all the time. Of, of care for and concern for the churches. And he says, who is weak without my being weak? So he says, I'm actually connected with them by heart. Their weakness actually is, I feel in, in an intense way, in such an intense way. And even where it says, who is led into sin without my intense concern? That intense concern there is the description of for burning. Yeah. So he burns when he hears that someone else is, is, is in sin because he wants to care for them. What's causing that? Well, what's actually causing that is love and his apostolic role. So he has pastoral apostolic responsibility for the churches that he's planted. And so it's his, he, there's a mix here. He has the pastoral responsibility to care for this church. And so his anxiety in a sense, or his intense concern for them is actually a healthy thing. Mm. At the same time, there's probably some sinful anxiety in there as well. So Paul is a man, he carries that apostolic weight. He has the responsibility to do that. And at the same time, he's he, he might be sinning in some capacity as well. So those two things are probably a mixture of those things. Um, but he did have a different, unique role in terms of his apostolic authority. Uh, biblically, actually, elders, uh, you're an elder in uh, Spain, elders here, we carry the responsibility for the people in our church, right? Yeah. Hebrews 13, 17, uh, it says we uh, uh, obey your leaders and submit to them. They, they will give an answer for your soul. Yeah. So we actually give an answer for the souls of people who are under us. And when someone's struggling with sin or someone's distant, there is a level of uh, anxiety and pressure yeah. that we feel. And that's just our little church. I can't imagine the pressure Paul must have felt yeah. to carry the weight of all the churches. Uh, he says uh, it's all the churches, yeah. the daily pressure for all the churches he felt. So he has this constant 
awareness of what's going on in all the churches and his lack of orders when he's when he doesn't know what's happening with someone he rightly because he hasn't he gives an account to god for them he rightly cares for them and seeks out their best i'm just imagining that obviously they didn't have a zoom to <laughs> yeah zoom with each other you can't ask so it there's no take mail months yeah. to take you know the only way to get any news is to send somebody yeah and that's it. So they had to carry, they had to hand carry letters. There's no postal yeah. system. There's no way to get there. You had to hand carry a letter across to take it yeah. over to them. So it's not as easy as telling Paul, hey, get over it. Yeah, just things trust are good. The Lord. Yeah, yeah. Just, trust, just trust God. Yeah. 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 And he, it's probably been several months where he knows there's yeah. affliction because he's heard from someone at the church that there's affliction, but he doesn't know if they've actually, if they're walking with God. So he's waiting and delaying as long as he can. And then he says, when I couldn't take it anymore, I sent Timothy. So was he sending? Potentially, there's some sin mixed in there because Paul's a man. He yeah, sinned. Of course. He sinned frequently. And there's lots of places where Paul confesses his sin to us in the New Testament. But by the same token, that weight is actually a biblical weight. Yeah. It was a right thing that he should feel that pressure to yeah. care for the churches. Um, and the, the couple takeaways of that. One is, um, I mean, in Hebrews 13, 17, it says, stay close yeah. to your leaders and obey them, and that will be profitable for you. Yeah. So that that would be one takeaway is like as, as parishioners, as, as just christians in in today's church just stay as close as you can to people and it's actually not for their benefit it's for your benefit because you're yeah. cared for that's one and then the second one that i think is a good takeaway is just um just how paul understood faith and suffering right mm. um he understood that faith is trusting that god loves us and that he's sovereign in a circumstance that's what it looks like to trust god in the middle of us in the middle of a trial mm. and he is concerned that that maybe Satan would have like devoured that faith, like Peter says in First Peter five eight. And he says, "Don't I, I, when I couldn't take it anymore, I sent Timothy." Timothy comes back with a glowing report about yeah. the Thessalonians, and it actually all ends very positively. Yeah. And he says, "What thanks can we give to God for what yeah. He's done in your hearts?" Yeah. So Paul rejoices in who God is and what He's yeah. done, and at yeah. the same time shares with them His pastoral heart for them. That's such a helpful way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure thankful. Nathan is thankful. Yeah, he'll probably have another question, but it's fine. Anyway, all right. Well, hope that's helpful for you. If you have any questions, you can always uh, email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.